Welcome to Down to Earth, Theology and Worldview for the Nooks and Crannies. Let's run together as unashamed disciples of Jesus Christ who invite Him into every single area of life, joyfully proclaiming His rightful place as King and Lord over all. Welcome to Down to Earth, Theology and Worldview for the Nooks and Crannies. I'm Kelly Ty, your host, and I'm delighted to introduce you to what this podcast is all about. It's really pretty simple. I desire to help others build an increasingly consistent worldview that fills the nooks and crannies of life, pushing it out to the edges. Because Jesus is king over all of life, scripture is sufficient for all of life. Therefore, the topics that we cover are going to cover the gamut of the human experience. Colossians 1, 17 to 18 says, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together, and he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. As disciples of Christ, we desire to know him, to obey him, to become more like him. And as Christians, we live in submission to his word, which speaks with authority about who God is, who we are, and how we are to live in his world. So there shouldn't be any area that's off limits to him. So theology and worldview aren't things meant to stay in the ivory tower of the academic world. It does require thought and work to develop a biblical theology and worldview around things. However, every Christian needs to do this. It needs to be brought down to earth. And whether we realize it or not, our theology of things and our worldview seeps into our everyday lives, the nooks and crannies. So however errant or accurate they are, they drive how we think and how we act. So I desire to help people learn how to apply the word of God to their lives, to identify areas of their worldview that are inconsistent so they can walk in an increasing fruitfulness for the Lord and to grow in steadfast love for God. I'm doing this too. This is a lifelong process, and it's part of why I love it so much, because I've needed so much help. We all have a story that the Lord's writing with our lives, and my hope is that wherever you are in yours, you'll be encouraged and equipped and will receive real hope and help for change and growth along the way. We learn from Jesus in the Gospels that the most important commandments are to love God and love others, which is really the underlying purpose of this podcast. Later, Paul tells us in Philippians 1, 9 through 11, that learning is the way to grow in love for God. He tells the Philippians, and it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. I want to learn and help you grow, but it's not something that you or I can do alone. We need the body of Christ to help us. And one of the most precious gifts that the Lord has given me, really since day one of knowing him, has been believers from across the body of Christ to disciple me. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that I've had, you know, mentors at every single step of the way. My discipleship, or really the Lord's discipleship of me, has been scrappy. Um, I've learned through books. I've learned through podcasts. I've learned from meeting people here and there along the way. And I love that about him. He's not, the Lord isn't limited to one way of teaching us or discipling us through others. And I want to share those people with you. We we can learn from many wise believers across the body of Christ. And I think one thing that the Lord taught me early on was to learn how to receive and to learn how to receive from a lot of different kinds of people. 
So I have an incredible line of people that the Lord has allowed me to learn from in varying capacities, some of whom have very different ways of approaching things than I do. And I mentioned that detail because we live in polarizing times when we hear sound bites, we read a meme, and what ends up happening is we commit what I like to call a suicide. We think we know and understand the heart and motives of a person when we read or when we hear a small and often out of context snippet. And so we write them off. We choose not to receive from them. We participate in that cancel culture that's happening right now. So rather than actually reading a book that this person has written or listening to an interview or reading multiple blog posts by this person to try to understand who they are or what their heart is, sometimes we participate in the slander that often happens online. And even if we don't participate online, it can happen just amongst friends. So I, what I see is that we don't spend time getting to know people anymore and we can't handle someone being a little different than we are. It makes us very uncomfortable. And so we form echo chambers. And I believe that we cheat ourselves out of riches that the Lord wants to generously give us in Jesus Christ when we do that. So one of the desires of mine for this podcast is that it would be a small offering to the Lord that serves to build bridges within the body of Christ. Psalm 133.1 says, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. There's a difference between unity and uniformity. So you'll hear from people within orthodoxy, which is a really important aspect to add, within orthodoxy, you're going to hear from people with whom you may have differences. They might approach baptism differently. They might educate their children differently. They may handle alcohol differently. They may even speak more bluntly than you do or ministry minister differently than you do. The differences can abound, and really that's quite normal, and it should be expected because God made all of us different. That's his doing, and it was very purposeful. He He also tells us, though, that we need each other. So what we're going to do on this podcast is endeavor to believe him and learn from others. So we can choose to focus on the differences we have with others or on the purpose that he's called us to in Christ. So one thing, however, that we are not allowed to be different in is the truth that we cling to and proclaim as Christians. So we are going to pursue truth on this podcast, and it's God who defines truth. So we will look to his word often. He also tells us to speak the truth in love to one another in Ephesians 4.25. And that's a call I take very seriously, both the truth and the love parts, because they're inseparable. This means that it's likely I will say things or have guests on the podcast who say say things that may offend your sentiments from time to time. And if that happens, I really want to encourage you and invite you to have a heart to the Lord that says, Lord, help me receive what you want me to receive. And Lord, why do I feel defensive when he or she says that? God has given us emotions and they are meant to serve him. And one purpose he's given for emotions is for them to serve as warning lights, not bus drivers. So slow down when various emotions arise and take inventory with the Lord. And I hope that what you'll find is that in his kindness, he's leading you into a greater understanding of who he is and how to love him and love others. There are many things that the Lord's black and white about in his word. So you will hear some black and white ways of thinking and talking. And some of us, I know, are very uncomfortable with that. And we should be when God doesn't clearly speak on an issue. However, it's important to be aware of the reality that because of our sin nature, we're never drawn toward believing what's true. Truth is always offensive to our flesh. So many times the truth doesn't feel good. So again, go back to the Lord. 
But there are also areas in life where the Lord does not say thou shalt. And that's where there is Christian freedom to obey God in your personal application of truth. However, my guest and I will push some of you to consider whether you're living consistently with the word of God. I think the flag of Christian freedom is often flown to avoid personal responsibility. Not only that, but because we're all in the process of progressive sanctification, the Lord in his kindness gives us greater knowledge, understanding, and wisdom as we walk with him. We will change. We we should change to become more and more like Christ. And our convictions will sometimes change and grow as we mature also. It's not always easy. It doesn't always feel good. Growing in wisdom and understanding is hard. And it's hard because it requires determination, endurance, treasuring. It requires humility. This means there's also a particular result to fight against laziness, a lack of discipline, lack of attentiveness. And so everything in the world is going to fight against our pursuit of it because the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, we're told in 1 Corinthians 1. But the foolishness of God is wiser than men, we read just a few verses later. So I'm inviting you as a listener to go on a journey with me. And I ask that you would give everyone who comes on a fair hearing. Ask the Lord to help you understand the heart of the person you hear. And by all means, be Bereans. Take what I say, take what they say, and hold it up to the word. Now, another very important aspect of this podcast is understanding the times. We live in very disturbed times, confusing times where it looks you know, for all intents and purposes, like the world around us is going to hell in a handbasket. So I really want to be a woman who understands the times. And I want all Christians to understand the times like the sons of Issachar in first Chronicles 16, 32, the sons of Issachar said, understood the times and therefore knew what Israel ought to do. And it's vitally important. What's implied there is that if they hadn't understood the times, they wouldn't know what to do. So we need to obey Paul from Colossians 2, 8, when he says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Philosophies are behind everything. Every person has philosophical presuppositions behind everything that we do. So in other words, we have beliefs behind beliefs about parenting, relationships, education, counseling, science, how we handle finances, politics, and on and on and on. We need to understand how we might be influenced by philosophies and worldviews that compete with our Christian worldview. And this is critical, not just for our own hearts, but for the next generation. And this has been critical in every single generation. When Paul was talking to the Philippians, that obviously was a very long time ago. In every age, there are going to be competing worldviews and philosophies. So we are raising the next generation of pastors and presidents, fathers and mothers, teachers and plumbers, doctors and car mechanics game developers, store managers, all of whom will enter their vocations with worldviews and philosophies that shape their work. We need to be aware so we can prepare and educate them. I I desire that believers everywhere, including myself, turn away from idolatry, which begins in our hearts through repentance, and be people who know the Lord Jesus Christ and his word and love him with every fiber of our beings. Again, we we do this by seeking the Lord and his word. Proverbs 1, 2 through 7 says to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. 
We want to be and must be people who fear God. Now, usually people will put the heart against the head at this point, but it's a false dichotomy to make because in scripture, the heart and mind are used interchangeably. They're beautifully interconnected. And so I want to call you to love him with all of yourself. It's hard work, but as our knowledge of God increases, so will our affection for him. In one of my favorite books, With All Your Heart by Craig Troxell, he says, following Jesus demands passion and desires that burn fiery hot for what is pure and good. The ultimate question will always be, what does your heart love most? What do you desire most? What is your treasure? Okay, so one last thing about the podcast, and then I'll share a little bit about me so you know who in the world is hosting this thing. Something that we have seen, we've seemed to have lost in the body of Christ is the active belief that we are a priesthood of believers. So before the Reformation, everyone looked to the priest to receive the word and, you know, various ministries. But one needed aspect of the Reformation was restoring everyday ministry to the people. So the pastorate, yes, is reserved for qualified men. However, a pastor can't fulfill every single ministry need, nor does God intend for him to do so. Every single person in the body of Christ has been dispensed a measure of grace from the Lord to minister to others. Our ministries are all going to look different. They're going to be just as varied as we are as people. Um, And it's also just been within recent history that we've created this false dichotomy that that ministry only happens in the church. You go to do ministry. You go to be a missionary. You go to be a pastor. And that's it. That's the ministry. But all of us are called to be faithful priests. And that Peter, Peter says, we are to proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light in 1 Peter 2.9. So we can do this as moms. We can do this as teachers, as plumbers, electricians, eye doctors, janitors, nurses, cashiers, whatever your vocation is, we are all called to minister. The Lord has given each one of us a personal ministry. And we also have a tendency to elevate people who have public ministries. And God does give people public ministries. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, we really should be so thankful for that because we get to receive from them, you know, through books, through podcasts, through conferences and various other ways. And I say all this because I am going to have people on the podcast who have very public ministries and, but there will also be some who don't. And my hope is that no matter who it is that comes on, that you will consider your role in the body of Christ and that it will be spur you on to be faithful where you are. So that's a, that's a huge heart of mine. So that's enough about the podcast. Um, I love getting to know people, but I don't love talking about myself. So this part's a little awkward, but I do think it's important. I always want to know who's on the other end of a podcast that I'm listening to. So I've been married to Blaine for just about 20 years, and we have five children ranging from age six to 16, four girls and a boy, and we live in beautiful East Tennessee, but I didn't grow up here. My husband did. I did not. I grew up in the D.C. metro area. So my husband will give me a hard time sometimes because there are just some things about the South that I just have not gotten used to. I still don't say y'all, for example. I say you guys. Um, so speaking of Blaine, you will be hearing from him because not only is he my best friend, but he's my favorite conversation partner. And I love learning from him. And I think you will too. It's actually, um, when I've spoken with friends about starting a podcast, you know, after they asked me, what is it going to be about? Their second question is, are you going to have Blaine on? So yes, I'm going to have Blaine on. I'm also a biblical counselor and I write periodically for a few different ministries online. And I've had the privilege of pioneering and leading the women's ministry at our former church for a few years before it closed its doors. So I love discipleship. I love discipleship. 
um, of, of kids, of women, um, and I enjoy teaching and I love to learn. So I have what some might call a book problem. My husband thinks that I might have a little bit of book problem, um, but he also thinks I have a problem because I also love to run. And I love handwritten notes. I think it's a lost art. But our family also practices a lot of hospitality, which I hope will come up many times on the podcast. And I really hope that this podcast um, does the same. I, ho- I hope that it serves as a hospitable thing, welcoming you into conversations I have with people across the body of Christ, welcoming you, you into that Sabbath rest that is in Christ and serving up good soul food. So I, I welcome you to come have a seat at the table. And I look forward to what the Lord has in store for us. I'm holding this podcast with an open hand. I have no idea what he wants to do with it. It's always an adventure with the Lord. And I, I want to follow him wherever he calls. So tell your friends about it if you think they'd be interested. And I'd love to hear from you as we go. So until next time, thank you so much for listening to Down to Earth, Theology and Worldview for the Nooks and Crannies. 